Welcome back. This is Coach Mario with Episode 5. And what I want to go over today is the value of a membership and how we as consumers and as gym owners can look at this a little bit uh, better with a clear lens of what that means. Because that word, it really does get thrown out a lot. I remember five years ago when I had to tell someone that my gym cost over $100 a month that it was like pulling hair out. It was an impossible conversation because not only did they know what CrossFit was, they didn't know that it had that high dollar value because traditionally before that, they were comparing the price of my gym to local commercial gyms. We're talking $20, $30 a month. And those were difficult conversations initially. Now as CrossFit has exploded, this conversation has become a lot easier but it's still a difficult conversation nonetheless because we're not, uh, as CrossFit gym owners in general, we don't compete against commercial gyms. We really don't. People are coming to us because they want to try CrossFit and they're shopping around certain CrossFit gyms to ensure that they fit that model, that, that place uh, of business to do CrossFit. And so... I want to just create a a clearer picture of that. The value that they're placing is a monetary value. That is the cost of membership of being a member at your gym. Those ranges, there is a severe uh, range of CrossFit memberships. I've seen them as cheap as $50 a month. I mean, you could find that even cheaper on Groupon these days. Um, And I know in bigger cities... Uh, around the U.S., they're they're over two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Those are values. Those are fixed. Uh, there is a fixed cost to that that people are looking at. And when they're looking at value, they're looking at what I'm going to define as the three C's. It's coaching. It's community, and the club. Coaching, community. In the club, and I'll go over this briefly and follow up uh, with an article that offers me the ability to write this in more detail. But when you're looking at the coaching, what you hear a lot is we have the best coaches, but no one really defines what that means. And so, what I want to do is preface that here with some bullet points that allows people to better understand what do you mean that you have great coaches. For me, coaching number one is part experience. They have to have an experience with coaching other people, whether that has been CrossFit or was in a different arena altogether. Because there are innate traits about these people that allows them to transfer those skills to working with individuals and then eventually into the group setting. Because as we know, the group setting is 10 times harder to be a great coach at than a one-on-one setting. So experience is super important. And if they don't have that, they're gonna develop that experience and that coaching, their skill set as a coach, is going to get better and better because they're getting that experience. For me, uh, another bullet point here is professionalism. That what they do, they manage professionally, they're, uh, they're honest, they maintain Uh, appropriate conversations with athletes and individuals. Uh, They have a demeanor about themselves. They take care of themselves. Uh, That is the uh, a high level of professionalism that we're looking for 
with coaching. The other one's likability. This is not a you know popular game here, but what we're looking for with a really good quality coach is their ability to interact with individuals. And that likability comes through an acronym uh, that was famously known as KLT, that their members know them really well, they like them, and they can trust them. And when we can build those variables of likability, uh, they're, they're going to be trusted and uh, looked at as a higher level of coach than someone who doesn't try to, you know, uh, interact with people, ask them how they're doing, uh, and just really show that they care. So likability is super important there. And that goes with their personality. Like great coaches have an amazing personality. They can move from, you know, hey, I need you guys to do this and follow what I say to being able to be a little bit more lax. And a lot of that comes with flexibility. And when we're hiring coaches, we're looking for that. Do they have the flexibility to, uh, to change as we ask them to? Because as the fitness industry changes, we're always you know, asking coaches to do other things or to approach things differently. So the flexibility of their personality, or excuse me, within their personality, we're looking for them to be flexible. Now, they don't have to have amazing physical skill sets, right? They don't have to be the best CrossFitter in the world to be a good coach. I think it helps, especially when you're demonstrating certain movements and you're trying to get athletes to move a certain way. It helps, uh, but it's not an important. We can use other people to demonstrate movement if possible. So we're looking at coaching as an, a value to the membership. Number two, this is a really common term, is the community. The community. Everyone says, we have a great community, but no one ever defines what that means. For me, the community is this, um, this genuine and honest interaction with each other. It's like-minded people, like-minded people that come together for the same cause. And that cause for them is, is to get in better shape, to feel better about themselves, uh, and to overall uh, create a happier and better life for themselves. So like-minded uh, people are super important. Communication, do people flow in and out of good communication? Does that membership within your own members and those members within your coaches, uh, is that interaction there? That's super important. Community as well is something that extends itself outside of the gym, that uh, it is only natural that your members hang out with each other, they create friendships with each other, they go do things with each other that have nothing to do with fitness. That is super important when we're trying to define community. Um, and one that's really important to me that's near and dear and that's something that I hold true to the community because this culture, when you look at uh, small warehouse gyms like CrossFit gyms, the, the, the communities are really small uh, in, it, in its own right in comparison to commercial gyms that have thousands and thousands of members is being able to create a drama-free, gossip-free uh, environment. Because at the end of the day, none of that stuff belongs in a facility where you're trying to create the opposite, right? Your, your, your job as a coach is to create a great experience for them to feel better about themselves. And that, that mindset 
does not connect at all with uh, one where there's negativity involved or people are talking behind each other's backs. That doesn't, it doesn't bode well with a great community. And so we also believe and understand that not everyone is right for our gym. They might be right for CrossFit, but they might not just be right for our gym because they just don't fit the personality of the members at our gym. And that's okay because it, uh, it only takes one to really ruin it for everyone else. You know, as a coach, when you see someone come in, you don't want to come in, that's a problem. And I think it needs to be addressed. It really does need to be addressed uh, because there's something going on there that's causing that negativity. Um, if a member feels uncomfortable about another member in the gym, it needs to be dealt with. And that is the role and responsibility of the gym owner to do so. So community is, uh, it, it really does connect us all together. And then the last uh, part, I'm calling it the club. This is synonymous with the health club or your gym, the, the physicality, the, what your gym looks like, how it's set up. Uh, Greg Glassman, the founder of uh, CrossFit, was famously coined uh, by talking about how important the bathroom was and the meticulous and detailed nature of how the gym owner tr uh, took care of their bathrooms. Was it well stocked? Was it consistently clean? Uh, was it well managed? Because that is the attention to detail that makes it, uh, that is able to drive the value of the gym. The other thing could be something as cleanliness. How often does the gym, uh, how often is the gym clean, right? Who's cleaning it? Listen, when someone's paying $150 to work out, you better believe that when you have them rolling on the ground and doing burpees, that there's not someone else's sweat stain or chalk stain sitting there. It doesn't drive a high value for that gym. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. The other one is just the sufficiency of the setup of the gym, the amount of equipment that gym has to be able to uh, control the amount of people there. The other thing that I would like to add there is the class size. That's part of the gym and it adds an immense amount of value. We constrict, we control class size because as we know that to be able to add the immense amount of value that we're proclaiming, we have to do that with really small coach to athlete ratios. That it, it is impossible to be a great coach at one to 20, one to 15. Our cap is 12 and we feel like even that is high. I think good magic number is one to eight. And on average, our member class sizes are about there, but we open that up a little bit more because we have the size to do so. But I, I believe that I coach better when there's a class of eight versus a class of 20. And to be able to maintain that standard, we've had to implement systems that allow me to keep the class sizes small. And it wasn't something that was popular initially. And for some, it's a pain in the butt. But there is definitely no complaint when those individuals come into the gym and they're able to receive exceptional coaching uh, that uh, is connected to those small class sizes. So all these things come together 
for what the individual, the prospect, the person who's actually, or even the person that's actually paying uh, a monthly membership fee to you is looking at value. So the cost of that dollar that you're placing on it goes to three different things, the coaching, the community, and the club. Well, I hope that got you thinking. I hope that uh, allows you to address maybe some holes you might have in your own gym. Or if you're a member, you're looking at uh, your gym and wondering or asking these questions. What's the quality of the coaching? What's the quality of the community? And what's the quality of the club? Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Much love.